So I, uh, we are going to go ahead and segue into uh, Go Home, You're Drunk. Hamfist. If uh, Hamfist, right into it. Uh, if anybody would like to pick up here and take one for this week, um, I, I personally actually do not have one. I would like to... I, I, I've got it. Mm. Everybody at Carlisle's Pub. So, today, after I got off work, I, Alex, you weren't off work yet. Yeah, I got off an hour. You got after. off at five. I got off at four. Yeah. So I had about an hour to kill, but it turned into four hours. Thank mm-hmm. you, Katie, for coming to pick me up. <laughs> um, I don't want to go to Fulber's house. I'm drinking. I don't want to go to Fulber's house because I can't drink beer there. Um, <laughs> Which is a lie. <laughs> complete and utter lie. Just the terrible biggest lie. lie I've ever told. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I hear the opening. One of the most glorious songs ever written in the history of songs. Uh-oh. Sung by a little man named Freddie Mercury. <laughs> and it goes by the name of Bohemian Rhapsody. You yeah. tiny, beautiful gay bastard and that tiny, beautiful he gay was song. bisexual. I thought you were going to say mustache. Um, that is a beautiful <laughs> gay mustache. It was not a tiny mustache. It was a giant mustache. Uh, and there was nothing about mustache. that that was straight. Um, yeah, the mustache was definitely full gay. Yeah. <laughs> Mouth pussy. Uh, <laughs> you took the title for grossest person on the podcast with that. I think we have Aww. a show title. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to steal from Katie every chance I get. Hold on, I'm gonna make a shirt that says "grossest person on the podcast," and at the end of each one, you've got to wear it in the next it. podcast. <laughs> All right, it's on. <laughs> so, the song starts playing, and you remember uh, bartender from last week. Uh, with a Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> the distraction. Yeah, she was there. Whoa. And she started singing it, and she was like, everybody fucking sing! <laughs> the entire bar broke out into a chorus of yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. That's pretty amazing. This is a good go home with drugs. So it was pretty much... And you remember uh, Sam the Lamb from Borders? Yeah. She was there. And all these people from high school were there. It's like, go home, Carl Isles. You're all drunk. That's a good one. I do have a go home. I've drunk. got one Jeff wanted me to tell as well. All right. About Wendy's. I'm going to do mine. <laughs> it's always Wendy's. Yes. That I'm, that needs to happen, but go ahead. All right. I'm going to do mine because mine is super short and super brief. Um, mine is U.S. government. Go, go home. home. You're, You're drunk. drunk. Jesus Christ, me and Katie were supposed to fucking go hiking on Monday and Tuesday, and I haven't been hiking in like two goddamn years, and Katie sends me a text message that I didn't think about until two hours before she sent the text message, and she was like, oh no, I just remembered that since the government decided to be a giant sack of douchebags, we can't go hiking because the trails are closed, and that just made me so sad, and I was like, "God damn it, U.S. government, go home, you're drunk. So that's the problem my go is that they drunk. did go home. Yeah, God. <laughs> and they weren't drunk. It's well, called a furlough. Well, let's be honest. That's debatable. They were probably a little drunk. Oh, no, Congress was drunk. Yeah. So, Chris, Wendy's drunk. So. Oh, this is epic. If I explode, everybody... This happens... This is a, a typical lunch break conversation. This happens... What would you say, Jeff? Three times a week? At least... Jeff, so, um, could you do me a favor, actually, and hand me the um, bottle the bottle opener from the uh, from the, the disc golf the frisbee? Oh, the you, frisbee? Don't, you don't He's want my turkey? Right well, there. no, I, I need the frisbee though because we don't know where it went. It's right here. Okay, I used it in the first couple bottles. Cool. So, 
just to lay this out here, I eat Wendy's a lot. <laughs> it's like delicious. a lot, a lot. More than it's anyone obnoxious. should. Like, if you get in my car, you're going to drown in Wendy's bags and Arby's bags. Oh, and <laughs> NES uh, cartridges. Yeah. Hey, bro, that's research. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I have so, a research. <laughs> so I eat the same meal. I go to Wendy's. I get a spicy chicken sandwich, large, si- large sized, with the Dr. Pepper. Every single time. Like, three times a week. There's a Wendy's, like, I can walk to it from work. Okay? And I roll to this Wendy's. I have an obnoxiously yellow car. It is super obnoxiously yellow. Always smoking a cigarette. (laughs) And for the first six months, I had blue hair. So they know damn well who I am. (laughs) You motherfuckers know me. Don't look at me with that weird face. So I pull up there, and I get a large fry, because you a small fry, you want one ketchup. Medium fry, you get two ketchups. Large fry, just makes sense. You get three ketchups. I got the, the big, like, the dipping ketchups. Yeah. Right? So, the one chick who works there is amazing. I love the hell out of her. I don't even have to order my food. She sees my car pull up. She says, 725, roll around to the first window. I give her my money. She hands me a bag. It's got three ketchups in it. It's awesome. <laughs> the other bitch <laughs> is Dude, a manager. I, hold on. I just got the image or the, the sound bite in my head. Uh, in my head. This bitch. <laughs> this Lamar bitch. Dude, yeah. Lamar going, this, this bitch. bitch. <laughs> Actually, it would be this simple bitch. This simple bitch. This gentleman of a woman. <laughs> a handsome lady. Handsome lady. She's got a sweet stash. Uh, is, the, is, I believe, the store manager, if not shift manager at said Wendy's. I will... Usually she takes my money, but every once in a while, maybe once a week, she's working the give you your food window. And I ask her... We call her, that the second window. I ask her for three ketchups. Okay? <laughs> the first time she just gave me some sass, like, you don't need three ketchups. So I was like, dude, I need three ketchups. Okay, fine. A little while later, she she avoided me. She fucking, like, stood by the fry station, ran out, gave me my food, and ran away. So I'm sitting in the drive-thru for, like, mm, six minutes. Waiting for her to give me ketchup. She gives me two ketchups and runs away. And I'm like, just sitting here, like, holding up their fucking line. And then she rocks back out and I'm like, hey, bitch, I need that third ketchup right now. And so she finally gives me a third ketchup, okay? A little while after that, I asked for three ketchups. She got me this time. She puts two in the bag. I said, I need a third one. She said, no, there's three in there. I said, okay, thank you. And I roll away and I only had two. I would have turned around and gone right back through the fucking... This is how my lunch break at work. I don't have time. That's (laughs) But so... Is this the Wendy's on Cone? This is the Wendy's on Cell Phone Eugene. Okay. No, Randleman. Randleman Road. Randleman Road. And, uh, and so, this week. Oh, this is going to be a thing. <laughs> this bitch, I pull up, and I say, hey, ma'am, I need three packs of ketchup. So she takes my bag back. I approve. I, she takes my bag back, and... She gives me two ketchups, and I look in the bag, and I said, ma'am, there's only two ketchups in here, I need a third one. She said, no, there's three. And so I look back in the bag, while she's still standing here getting pissy because I'm still in the drive pull out my fries, pull out my sandwich, pull out my napkins, <laughs> and look in the bag, and I'm like, there's only two ketchups in here. Like, hold it up to her so she can see that there are, in fact, only two ketchups in the bag. And she said, no, each one of those is three ketchups. I'm like, okay, so each one of those might be three packets, but I, I come here every day, I know... I need three of those ketchups. She said, you need nine ketchups? I said, I need eight. You can keep the third one. 
<laughs> so she's like, then you need nine. I was like, no, I just need one more of these, and I'll be on my way. And so then she gives it to me and puts it in my bag. But I'm going to go back next time. We're going to videotape Oh, it. wait. Also, This should be a tutorial. He finishes his meal. <laughs> he finishes his meal at work. And he has... He finishes everything, and he's got this little bit of ketchup left. And he says, see... I only needed eight. <laughs> <laughs> and I really just wanted to take it back and give her like one third of a ketchup packet. You totally should have. <laughs> I like that. And so, I uh, yeah, so we're going to film it first of all. I'm going to throw it up. Everybody who listens to the podcast should like this video because I want to post it to the Facebook wall of Wendy's. So, <laughs> there's going to be four of us. It's going to be... At least. If we can get more people in on this, Chris, it's going to be amazing. Me, can we just Joe. get an Astro van full of people? No no no, 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 no. Separate vehicles. I want like 12 people if possible. We're all going to oh, order every... the same exact meal. A large spicy with chicken sandwich ketchups. with a Dr. Pepper and then everybody, 12 vehicles, during their lunch rush is going to roll up to the second window and say, hey, I need three ketchups. Flash <laughs> Everyone. the Wendy's on stage. Yes. I'm... <laughs> on Randleman. Randleman Road. Randleman. Yes. <laughs> I don't know Greensboro because I don't want to get so, shot. So, <laughs> yes. You that's going to be that a side. thing. Because, fuck that bitch, I just want ketchup. That's like yeah. the uh, that's like the Wendy's on Cloverdale. Uh, I give I them $1,500 a year in spicy chicken sandwiches, <laughs> and they can't give me the extra three cents a week in ketchup. He did the math. <laughs> yes. When when Chris throws out a like when Chris throws out such a specific figure, I don't doubt that he's done the math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so yeah. fucking bitch face at Wendy's. Go home. You're goddamn drunk. I'm gonna. Yeah. Well yeah. done. That's well. That's that's my that's, my my pick of the night is your fucking go home. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Does God. anybody else have one? No? Beat it. No. We're good? Okay. Uh, what I'm going to do, we're, uh, we're actually running a little bit over on time than I we're thought we were going to be at. So actually what I'm going to do is instead of going into the next segment we were going to do is... Unless no, it's, of not, course, it's not a segment. It's a topic. To it is. Don't, uh, Jeff told me not to get a beer. Topic. All right. Here's the deal. Oh, I have beer. Um, this is... Uh, Where's this, my beer? Actually, we're going <laughs> to no, take a vote. What the fuck? This is what we're going to do. We're going to take a vote. Do we want to run this one a little long and jump into that next... Topic? I do, I do. Colin, give me your beer. I'm good what? with running long. Just, are we good at running long? Are we good at running long? Are we, John, are we good at running long with you? Clean yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Uh, then, since we have, you know, a lot of people on oh, today, and to be honest, I'm really happy that we got all of the it. all of the yeah. um, beer talk with Jeff um, done, because that was, you know, the crux of this entire Yet again, thing. if you have any questions, comments, anything, Damn it, let please. me know. Yes. So uh, any specific questions? Being yes. Any homebrewing? If if you are not friends with Jeff on Facebook, send us an email because you know what? I like getting emails for for the podcast. I, I do too. And we haven't gotten one yet. So yeah, I'm really sick of like posting on Craigslist. Just listening to my <laughs> podcast and comment. I'd really like somebody um, who gives a shit. Listen yes. to it. Uh, so yes. What's the uh, What's the email for the podcast? The email for the podcast is nameredactedpodcast at gmail Please, please, please send us stuff because we want to talk to you guys. Like, we actually, we only posted the stuff up and I, I, I had to fix it for those of you who are trying to listen and couldn't listen to a couple episodes. I had to compress everything down, re-upload it to archive and re-put it up on Blogspot. And I am still working on getting our RSS feed worked out so we can go on, on iTunes. You know, it's funny you mentioned the Blogspot because the Blogspot The Blogspot is actually nameredactedcast.blogspot.com at, uh, you know, at... Potspot.potspot.com. 
<laughs> That's pie's pie. <laughs> um, so, and uh, please, like, we, we want to hear from you guys. In the first two or three days, we actually got over 25 hits on our first episode. We have um, about... Before I had to reroute it and, and do it again, we had about 15 on episode two, and we had about 10 on episode three. That was so, like in three days. And that was in about, like, that was three to five days, and now we're up to 30. Um, after a week of having, a full week of having it on, we're up to 30 on episode one. Okay. We're at about 15 on episode three, and two I had to recycle. I was because they were all kind of screwed up. Yeah, that was my bad. Kevin, as a person who's who's been doing the podcast game for a mm-hmm. while with the three beards at Stormcrow Comics and Main Street on Archdale. Um, <laughs> South Bay. South Bay. Um, North I mean, that's Main a pretty big. That's a pretty big oh, yeah, North pat on the back. Like that's yeah. pretty awesome. Like thirty-five yeah. listens in yeah. a couple not of days. Not bad at all. Yeah. I, yeah Especially I'm, I'm, considering it's not on iTunes yet. Yeah. yeah I'm. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there, just in general. Thank you to you guys who are listening. Really, like we appreciate it because like half of this yes is of course anybody who does a podcast does it just to you know fucking stroke it to their own ego. But yeah, at the same time, yeah, like, but it's really nice <laughs> to know that people actually give a shit about what we're saying. Right. That um, they're so, hitting that play button. Yes. You guys are actually taking the time to listen to a four-hour broadcast of us fucking spewing bullshit. Um, so I just want to say thank you to all the listeners. And please, please, we want to hear from you. Because we're doing this so we can hear from you. So, like, you know, send us emails, get on our fucking, uh, on all of our personal Facebook pages, and just post for us. I would like to say something, um... Alex and I started a podcast uh, three, uh, three years ago um, and in my living room at mm-hmm. my old house. And it, it was called the Why Not Weekly, and it really didn't go anywhere because at that point in our lives, it was... We were too far away from each other, one. Too far away from each other. And we were both other. really busy. Yeah. And actually, kind of, I was a shitty friend at the time. I was really bad at it. Um, I wasn't the best <laughs> at it either, to be honest. But, but I will say this, one of the best podcasts ever came out of that. Oh, it did. And with, with John Thomas, one of our guests today. I wasn't even there. The Beard House one was so good. Um, go ahead and finish up. It was just such a, a great thing that we just let fall to the wayside. And we, Alex and I, and Katie, and... And Kevin and Chris for when he's been here, and John Thomas for when he's been here. I had somebody call me the Jason Muse of this podcast. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> apt. It's completely apt, but you're not running around in fucking things. So you don't know work on that. I am. We're um, making a movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that on another podcast. Yes. What's been amazing is, is that we've been doing this podcast for a month straight. Five weeks. Five weeks at this point. And I haven't missed a week. If I have missed one. But yes, I made but up we, for it. But we did two day. episodes that week. Yeah, we did. Um, and to those of you who are listening, and you know who you are, uh, thank you so much. For <laughs> because, <just> you're <laughs> <laughs> because you're listening. Because you're listening. And it's it's pretty important to us that you hear us, because if we just talk to each other drunkenly, then it's just another day. Yeah. But the fact that you're listening makes it something special. And I'd and like to give a personal shout-out to one of our listeners who is a very good friend of ours because he's been giving me great feedback on it and he'd like to sit in. Uh, Logan Smash, Logan thank Smash. you very much. Logie Bear, we uh, love you. Seriously, uh, we really appreciate the input that you're putting in and the fact that you want to come sit in with us because you've been super helpful to me and, and Colin in particular for helping us figure out like our no, stride. Logan, what's and been great about Logan is he's taught me how to be a man. 
because he <laughs> fights bears. <laughs> Dude, the guy picked me up like a lady at a party. <laughs> if you have ever played disc golf with Logan, you know how much of a lumberjack he is. Yeah. He literally he can picks throw up a tree. trees. He gets pissed off and just no, rips and throws out of the ground. No, dude, we played disc golf with him a few months ago. He threatened he to punch me in the mouth. You guys let him let me get to the point where he threatened to punch me in the mouth and you knew he could pick up trees? Yes. You guys are terrible friends. <laughs> All I want to say about Logan is, like, I talk to Logan sometimes on the Facebook about working out, because that's something we have in common, and, like, he, he was like... He is not a small guy. And Logan, like, no lie, he was like, yeah, I just started working out again. I was running around my block as much as I could, overhead pressing a, a log, log that weighed about 30 pounds <laughs> while I was this. running. I was like, what did you do today, Logan? Oh, I refinished some box that my grandfather gave me. I dead-pressed a log. I While saved, running. I saved Mary Jane from the Green Goblin. <laughs> and rescued uh, Lois Lane from Brainiac. What'd you do? Uh, waited on white people. <laughs> Colin, when are you going to understand that you're the only person you hang out with that is not remarkable? Yeah, yeah. Like, this nine-ish dick is just lost on everybody. <laughs> I actually do have a go home your drunk story. And it's awesome. Doing. Um, this actually happened last night. Um, I have... Is it better than the live karaoke story that Chris told like three weeks ago? It might be. Ooh, I don't know. That is a good story. Don't I care. actually know that person, it. but yes. <laughs> do it. Um, so, yeah. I have a shitty, I have a shitty uh, cell phone provider. I won't say who. No, um, fuck it. Verizon, Verizon. AT&T. It's Sprint. Oh, Sprint's even worse. Fuck Sprint. They okay, well, fuck Sprint. Um, I can't get... Sprint, just, if you want to just kill a sponsor right there. <laughs> I can't we get, killed a nationwide sponsor. I can't get phone calls in my house. I can't do Literally, either. my phone will just be like, hey, you got a voicemail. Sprint, if you ring. want to give Jeff a cell phone tower right out his, outside of his apartment, we'll plug you too. That'd be cool. I would love 4G. That would be amazing. Um, so, yes. Yeah. Sponsor strong arming. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't get any calls. So, I have to go outside on my patio to... <laughs> receive or send any calls. We so I point pandered to Sprint. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> it's like we're on RuneScape and saying like if you don't give me your best thing, I'm gonna tell everybody you're gay. Basically what I'm seeing is some random Sprint employee being like finding this on iTunes one day and being like, I'm gonna listen to this. He gets to episode five and he's like, I'm gonna make my manager listen to this. <laughs> We are one of the only people who do not have 4G in Greensboro, and it sucks. Everyone else does. Anyway. Um, Continue. Continue. Anyway. Um, So, yes, I went outside to make some phone calls. It was uh, one of our close friends, Taylor. It was her birthday. So we were trying to figure out where we were going and everything. And uh, Taylor Ridge. Happy birthday. It is her birthday today. Happy birthday, Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. So, yes, um, I'm outside. You're not going to listen to this on your birthday. I'm outside making a phone call, and uh, I have a little kitten, like, six months old now, and she's, like, jumping at the the fucking uh, blinds and shit, and I'm, like, you know, cut it out, I'm banging on the window, so I finish up my phone call, and I go to unlock, I go to open the door, and I'm, like, shit, I can't get in, I'm, like, pushing on, I'm, like, no, this isn't real, like, I'm dreaming right now, this cannot be happening, I'm, like, I start, like, kicking on the door and shit, I'm, like, Holy shit, my cat just locked me out of the house. Okay, did I, she legitimately lock you out, or did you just kind of lock it no, and then walk out? No, it was deadbolted. I cannot, I'm kicking on the door. 
I can't open the door. I go to the front door. I'm like, maybe there's an off chance I unlock the door. And I, you know, no, locked. <laughs> I'm freaking out at this point. I'm standing on my patio in just a pair of jeans and no shirt. I'm like, fuck, I can't do anything. I'm supposed to be going out in like a couple minutes. And now I'm distracted by half-naked Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm like, shit, what am I going to do? And I'm like, wait, I left my window open. So I go over to my window, but I have a screen. So I take the screen and I bend it. And I pull it out. It's not supposed to, like, do that. No. And I rip it out. Structurally, I don't think this is right. I crawl in my house and I'm like, what the fuck? So, my cat, go home, you're drunk. What day was this? Yesterday. Oh, fuck you, cat. So basically, Walter White, uh, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Everybody else watched Breaking Bad? Yeah. Okay. No, I already did. Yeah. Oh, shit. Never mind. Yeah, yeah I just okay, started so no watching. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you got so much buddy. to catch up on. I know. Um, okay, so that's that's our final Go Home Your Drunk, yeah? <laughs> cool. Alright. No, you can't spoil it because I haven't either. And neither is Don't do it. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. I'm not gonna. Alright, so here's the <laughs> thing. Right. I'm sorry that I watch things like normal people. Right, I'm gonna yeah. do it. Right, I'm um, so far behind. I'm sorry. You're so, like nine um, years behind. This is a, uh, the next topic that we're going to talk about is something that we've wanted to talk about for a long time that's actually going to be super pertinent on, um, on this particular podcast, especially with a lot of the guests we have, because it's something that we're all very interested in. Uh, yes? Should we break and do a 5.1? Uh, I, I, no, I'll just, I'll split it up like I did okay. one, cool. um, if we need to. Honestly, because when I compress them now... Like, even the one that was, like, two and a half hours that we did, like, 125. Is everybody cool with still talking? Yeah. Everybody yes. good? Um, so, if I need to, I'll compress it, or I'll, I'll cut it in half, but um, this is something... Because I don't want this girl to leave me right now. <laughs> <laughs> As he rubs a boy's head. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. It's all relevant, baby. <laughs> um, it's Bootsy, baby. Everybody Bootsy who's been playing GTA Five. No, that. you closed the door. <laughs> Never mind. I'll it's get, Bootsy, baby. I'll get my mom to unlock it. <laughs> so, um, I was running a racket on GTA 5 today. Uh, yeah, you were doing a pump and dump. Pump and dump Thank scheme. you for telling me how to You're do that. You're welcome. It's great if you can work it right. Um, <laughs> it's a life ruiner and life sucker. As someone who doesn't know what a pump and dump is, I I get the pleasure of just imagining. <laughs> you say, it's, it's great if you do it right. I can only imagine what's going through your mind right now. A, a pump, pump and dump, dump is. Have you been please don't tell me. Please don't like because it can't be as good as what what I think it is. <laughs> tell everyone right now what you were thinking of a pump and dump is. I really want to know. A pump and dump in my head would be a type of scat fetish pornography. <laughs> You've immediately got Katie Goldberg's attention. <laughs> What else could In it horror. be? <laughs> horror, but curiosity. Yeah, I, I was thinking like wrong. I don't know. A pump and dump. No, it's like you know. It's like it's, what? It's involving the stock market. You pump it. A pump and dump and is a type of it. insider trading in which you leverage notoriety or something to make the price go up, and then you immediately sell off all of your stock. Yeah. So in Grand Theft Auto, you would invest in an airline. And then you would steal the competitor's airplane 
fly it into a building, so their stock drops, and your stock mm. becomes more valuable, and then sell it all. That it's is less like sexy than, than what poof. I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Although, still, the fact that you can do that on GTA V is amazing. Dude, this game, this was my pick of the week, like, two weeks ago. Oh, yes, I, it's, it, I mean, it's up there I'm with Bioshock Infinite cool. for me. It's so much goddamn fun. And were we going to talk about tabletop gaming? There we, we go. Are. And uh, that is what I was going to say, is especially with the group of people that we have here, and this is something we're going to uh, bring back next week and probably a few other times um, over time. Um, but uh, real quick. Yeah, guess what John just did? It's a ham-fisted segue. It is a yeah. ham-fisted segue, but that's because we tangentially got off topic. Before yeah, we get into that, does anyone want more of the milk stout? Uh, I've got yeah. two bottles right here. Uh, I'm sorry. Is my um, name Colin Norris? <sighs> no. Sometimes. Drunk. He's drunk. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right. So what we are going to get into is we're going to talk about tabletop games. The man games. just called me a liar about my own name. <laughs> he did. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. You didn't get those 10 points on your SAT. <laughs> you did not write your name down. I don't want to talk about my SAT. I got a 1080. I got really high before I took it. <laughs> that's, that's actually not bad. A right. 1080 is not bad? 1080? It, it's on the old you scale. This on the old scale. scale. On the old scale. Yeah. yeah. On the old yeah. scale. That's, that's fine. Uh, really? On, a, on an old scale, that's fine because it's at Why sixteen. Didn't I go to it's college. at sixteen hundred. Why did I go to community? Because you college? didn't apply anywhere because you thought your SAT score was terrible. Exactly. Because <laughs> I got really high before. <laughs> oh, this is awful. Out of six hundred. Wait, that's more. No, uh, no sixteen thousand. No, that's less. Uh, yeah. 32. Yeah, all right. You're right, Colin. All right. Um, so today we are going to talk about tabletop games, which is actually something that a few of our um, friends that our listeners have asked us to talk about because we have um, people here that are super, super in the know about certain games in terms of tabletop. Uh, me, Myself and John are both very, very knowledgeable about Dungeons & Dragons, especially 3.5, him more so than I am. I'm um, really knowledgeable about it, too. Don't that's true, but in terms of like encyclopedic knowledge... Oh, yeah. Um, it's more me and him. Uh, and then, of course, Chris is uh, is very much an encyclopedic knowledge uh, carrier of um, Outbreak Undead. Yes. And mm. Jeff is very, very good at the game as well yes. and is amazing at building yes. certain types of characters. I've never seen someone build characters the way he does. We're also really into um, one-off tabletop games. Yes, yes. One-off ta- um, Something we will talk about is Everyone is John, is something we will bring up. Oh, yeah. Um, which is an amazing, amazing which I think, game. I think we should actually record a game of yes. Everyone is John. Uh, we'll oh, do God, that yes. and post that would it. Be fun. Um, and uh, Colin, our friend here, is very knowledgeable about uh, Masquerade. Uh, uh, White Wolf. White Wolf, White Wolf um, as thing. well. Um, and apparently I turned my ringer back on, my bad. Um, and uh, myself and Kevin are very knowledgeable about a little game called Hero Clips. <laughs> and so is Chris. Okay. <laughs> um, but Chris is just old school rules. Yeah. So with the new school rules, I'm we're a little start, bit more I'm just going to start calling you guys Clicks. <laughs> Clicks. So, and Katie, are you actually very knowledgeable all. about tabletop? Because I don't know if you are. Just, no. Colleagues. Okay. I'm really good at solitaire. <laughs> sure, that's, that's a board you game. You play that on a table, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, no. So, uh, I guess what we'll kind of do is uh, kind of a shorter version, and then we'll expand on it next week. Um, but I, I think I'd like to start a little bit with D&D, because yeah, yeah. Um, four of us in particular here have played in some way together uh over like the period of the last two or three years, um, I have played in John Thomas's game. John Thomas has played in my game. Both Chris and Colin have played in my game. Um, so we have all played together. Dipper um, and Don. 
and uh, it's 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 something that I, I really enjoy talking about. And in fact, like when I first started playing D and D, I was like, man, people are never going to want to talk to me about this. Like it's going to be too nerdy, and people are going to be like, you're a douchebag. Don't talk to me. And now it's weird if I don't talk about D and D at a party. Well, if you look at it, like the amount of people who started to play D and D in Greensboro, it's it's, it's kind of cool people. Weird. And yeah, to that point, I get shit for not talking about D and D because yeah. I play so many alternative role playing yes. games that people are like, "What are you doing with your life? Play D and D." Well, I'm actually I'm going to say this <laughs> right when I said I played D and D in high school, people were like, "Faggot." <laughs> <laughs> um, something I'd like to point out, and this is just kind of for my own edification. Um, I was actually super proud of myself for getting Chris to play D&D in my game, because Chris has always been like, uh, when he's talked to me about it, he's like, I don't really want to play, I'm not into fantasy role-playing games, I'm into more of the sci-fi stuff, and things that are a little bit more, like, earthy, and so when Chris was like, I would like to play D&D with you, I was like, I was kind of honored by it, I was like, I got Chris <laughs> fucking... I got Chris to want to play D&D. I feel so good about myself. I own you. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool for me. Um, and so I guess we'll start with uh, with the D&D thing. And actually, I'd like to throw it to John first. Because John has the real, like, in-depth encyclopedic knowledge of D&D. I'm, I'm pretty good at it. John makes me look like a scrub. Hey, John, what's a hit die for a gelatinous cube? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I use the book for... For monsters and stuff, or I make it up on that's the spot, a D8, like a I think, real game. Actually, for what that's worth, D eight is Jelens. But like, I think I think tabletop gaming is great because it allows you to do things that like you just can't do in video games. Like video games are great for what they are, which is that like you get thrown into a world, and like there's visuals and whatnot. But the greatest part about D and D, in my opinion, is is making a character. And like, and playing a character and role playing a character because those are things you don't get to do in, in your conventional types of games. And like, that's why I love D and D in particular and why it's close to my heart. Um, I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but like, you know, that's why tabletop games are my my new favorite thing in the world. Despite that, I don't get to play them as often as I'd like to because it's it's just hard to get a group together. I was actually thinking iron. about. I was actually thinking about doing that thing uh, that there's another um, group of people that plays D&D that they have a running broadcast of their D&D games and they also have transcripts from it. And I was thinking about doing that, starting one up that's a once a month thing and we run a transcript of it and have people follow it. I want to novelize our Outbreak game as well. That would be really cool. I I would rather like do a thing about the Vampire the Masquerade game that I'm playing. And writing. Yep. I, I really want to DM again, because I tried to DM for my roommates, and it, it just fell apart, because, like, a lot of them, like, didn't like the time commitment, even though they, they play League of Legends, like, constantly. And that's why they couldn't commit to the time <laughs> that's why commitment. They, that's why they couldn't commit to D&D. No, bro, so, I gotta play a MOBA. So that's why. If you want me to start DMing a game for, like, a podcast purpose, I will do it. Because, like, I, I, I'm pretty damn sure I have the free time. and yeah, let's do it. And I have Seriously. the wanting... And, yep. like, I bought the Dungeons of Dreads Ooh, advanced uh, D&D book recently. A- I don't know how to play AD&D. I know it's you 3. don't have 5. to. That I'm going to I'm gonna convert it. Yep. You're going to convert. This is 2.5 to 3.5. No, no. Here. I wanna... For you, baby. <laughs> I want to point something out. Girl, is... I need you to shut your pretty mouth because that's just weird. This is something that I actually want to bring up because I, I was so kind of blown away when I saw it for the first time. 
John is actually doing quick fixes that are actually not quote unquote quick fixes, <laughs> but he's doing fixes for the entirety of three point five. Man, I'm wow. I'm glad you John, brought that up. You're like writing your own errata. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly wow. what I was about to say. And I John got to play the first round of it. John is the kind of guy who will fucking write his own errata, and it makes sense. Man, so have you seen like the things I've done? Did Alex show you any? Not of a clue. Uh, I, ga- I gave all I, of them just... the list of races that you made. Okay. So they know that you they know your modified race list. He's just told me what you've done. General to... ideas. Yeah. Dude, like... the white guard and the black guard. I loved the fixes on those. Those are so good. Man, imagine being a paladin that's not a party nanny that blows <laughs> up when it dies and kills yeah. only evil things. I've when you seen, die, I've, I've seen Ninja Scroll. I can. No, no, no. Go. When you die in John's version of of the White Guard, um, is when you die. There is an irradiated pulse that comes out from you. It's like pulse wave from from Heroclix, and all it does is it just massacres everything in a radius with like a huge amount of dice. Well, just huge. That's awesome. Scales with level, obviously, yeah. but like the the more interesting part that Alex I hope didn't forget, but I maybe did. Is that I played a white knight or you, a white guard. You can choose to do it for a better effect because yep. it's martyrdom. Yep. And that's what a like disciple of a holy deity would would do, because why not? You can choose to kill yourself for the effect to like what is it double in range as well as do more. I'd more have damage. to look because it's been a while. Yeah, but, but like if was... you're a, if you're a you know follower of like Paylor, Paylor Horonius, that that whole thing. He actually rewrote the gods too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he redid the gods. I, I made a new deity list because, um, no offense to yeah. Wizards of the Coast and the, the old school stuff, no, but there's like... No, let's go full TRS. But like, let's, in my experience, there's maybe five to eight deities that players pick that to worship, yeah. and the rest are totally ignored, and it's because, like, they're, they're not nearly as flavorful or, like, meant for... Like, combat traveler characters. And so, like, a lot of players find that they're a little bit boring. And, let's face it, like, if you want to play a traveler who gets into fights and, like, gets into trouble, goes dungeon delving, you want to play something, or you want to worship a deity that has to do with those things. Like, and not necessarily the god of traveling. Or, like, the god of halflings who likes eating. <laughs> like, you might actually be a little more uh, in tune to uh, uh, the goddess Maliki, who is like the ranger goddess. Sure. Uh, I actually had a penchant for for choosing really weird gods as well, especially in my game. They know because uh, they play, and you do as well because you played in mine. Yeah. I was really into some of the like more or the less distinct gods. Um, like I was much more into um, like. One of them that I picked a lot was uh, the Sovereign Host was one yes. that I went through um, that I really kind of latched onto because it's more of a society of gods. Bori's um, dad. Bori's dad was a follower of... Um, Taylor. Uh, no, 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 of uh, Procan. Procan. Of Procan, which is, which, yeah. is a, which is a sea dwe- uh, seafaring god, which is pretty cool. Um, we are going to kind of keep the, the, the talk on this kind of to a minimum for each person so we can kind of just shoot through it. Um, yes? I would like to spoil something for Chris. What's up? Remember how I was in our D&D game that we're never going to play again? Yeah. I was working for the bad guy the entire time. I got that vibe. Yeah. I got that vibe. Like, the entire time. And as a PC, I didn't really care. As a character, I probably would have, like, tried to fuck your shit up. Yeah. But I was kind of digging it as a PC, because yeah. if it came to a head, 
as a character, that would have been so much fun. Oh, I love just like I, how I, I was, loved RPing with you. I but was the a, thing was, oh, it was yeah. like, and we had that like buddy buddy thing outside of that in yeah. a weird way too. Because I was fucking with you. I was like, "Where's Goat Boy?" Yeah, Goat and Boy. My favorite thing was I was lawful <laughs> neutral, but I I gained alcoholism from the deck of many things, and it gave me an opportunity to be. As I know, and I totally, I totally picked up on that, and I was like, "Let's feed the fucking goats." Yeah, <laughs> and I would just get wasted, and it gave me an opportunity to be chaotic and not ruin no, my life. No, the Draco Lich was like, "Hey man, you go get some shit for me." Oh yeah, the, I will the final give you boss is mad a power. I was like, <laughs> oh, "Okay." <laughs> I had to. <laughs> and he was like, he told me, he was like, if you tell anybody this shit's going on in-game, you're dead. I, I told him if he ever let it slip, I'd immediately kill his character. Dead. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and so Rob awesome. didn't even know. No. I was that thinking was about awesome. telling, I'm thinking about telling Rob just so he can be like, you son of a bitch. And so he'll never trust me in real life. Because again. he probably didn't know. He'll never trust me in life, in real life. No, I mean, events. I didn't know, but like I, like I said, I did have that suspicion of like... Yeah. Something I want to open the floor to is since you brought up that like I've been working on like long fixes for 3.5 edition, like my biggest concern just so to keep the audience up and, and current is like being a spellcaster is just so much more powerful than being a non-spellcaster in, yep. in D&D 3.5. Like it's an undeniable fact that... Yeah, it kind of sucks when you're not, when you're a fighter class. Yep. Yeah, after, after like... That seventh to tenth level, it sort of spirals out of control if you're if you're a wizard, sorcerer, cleric, or druid, and you just gain yeah. so many more abilities like at an exponential yeah. rate. When you're a fighter class, you gotta bust your ass to find things that can get you yeah. that powerful. So, you gotta find magic items that give you magic powers. Uh, yeah. A fix that or you just stack. A fix that I think I'm going to start implementing once I once I have the time to like really start writing down like new things is is focusing more on a, a adaptive time system for, for turns in combat. Like, and so, like, the basic idea I want to pitch is, like, you, you get these points, like, call them turn action points action or something, points. basically. And so, like, let's say... It's a lot say, of D6 systems. Taps. Yeah. It's also a lot like D&D 4.0. Maybe. I'm not familiar at all with 4.0, uh, so... It's, 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 it's D&D for babbies. So... Yeah. So you start the, let's say you start your turn, let's say you get five points, and you allot them to your actions, and I think this would help, like, balance spellcasting, because that way you can't cast a wish as a spell, like, in the same time that it takes to make a single swing with a sword, like, at the given levels where one could do that. Three seconds to swing a sword. Three seconds to pretty much create my own dimension. <laughs> I, I mean, I like actually, I think that if you could whisper something, you can swing a sword at the same time. I mean, but the problem is that, like, the big, powerful spells, like, they take they take no more time than it does to, like, to make a regular attack. And that's, that's where they're not fair. Like, it takes the same amount of time to polymorph an enemy into a rabbit <laughs> than it does to punch them. Like... <laughs> And that's that's where it goes out of control. Oh, that's where like the power creep happens. Is that you have effects that are much more powerful, taking the same amount of time in combat as like the things that aren't. So you're kind of modifying casting time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I mean, but it also opens design room for a lot of other things. Like you can give martial classes other options that like basically you could give them more options that may take a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. 
that like aren't just I'm gonna run at it and and hit it. You know. Well, I mean like, that's what a martial class is. You uh. Sure, but like. You can have more options than that. You can diversify, like, the ways by which you hit things. I like that. I mean, are you talking about, like, a, a difference in saving throw, or...? Um, so, like, for example, like, let's say you you make a feat, and the feat is... I think Pathfinder has this feat, where you give up your extra attacks in the round to to deal a multiplier of damage on a single melee attack roll. Like, you can do something like that, and instead of it being a standard action, per se, like, you could just say it costs, like, plus three points, like, over a regular attack. Something else I'd like to note, because I, I think I forgot to bring this up, is that, like, these, these, like, points you'd have for spending, like, actions in combat scale with your class level, and it's not just a set amount that, like, stays at zero forever. My mom brought us cookies. No, she didn't. Yeah. <gasps> Biscotti and what else? Wine cookies. Oh, nice. Delicious. Thank you Wine so much. Thank Wine you. Um, uh, I'll actually, there's, since... There's more if you need them. Cool. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Um, we, my parents just went to a wedding, so this is our... The backlash oh from the wedding was the fact that so she good. made dessert. Biscotti. Um, so, uh, what, uh, what I'm going to do at this point is, this? is actually, um, considering we've actually not been able to hear too much from Kevin... Um, I'd actually like to go ahead and throw it to Kevin and Chris and myself. Um, and actually, Jeff and, and Colin have played Heroclix as well. Um, I hate it. I know you're not a huge <laughs> fan of it. I enjoy but, Heroclix. Um, I'd actually like to throw it over to Kevin um, and, you know, like, give a small description of, of how it works <laughs> and kind of, like, the things you like about it and the fact that you play with Batman all the fucking time. Plug Clickscast, that's because that's Batman is the shit. Yep. He, I've literally only, unless it's stipulated in the rules of the tournament we're playing, I've never seen him play without a Batman. <laughs> it's pretty much like Rob using uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Cosmic, Cosmic Spider-Man. Spider 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 yeah. It's it's kind of the same, except for the fact that um, there are broken. there are a billion Batmans. And Batman's actually tournament legal. My favorite thing though is that whenever Kevin plays with Batman and then other characters as well, he usually plays with people who have the Batman team ability, and he calls those teams. Uh, team Batman and his bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, wait. If you have Batman, team and Shadow somebody Mancer. else is using Batman team abilities on the other team, mm -hmm. you can use those to your ability? To your... No. No. That's okay. not how the team ability works. Because that would be hilarious and broken. Some of them are. What is it? Uh, they may have changed it, but I think there was one that was regardless of team. I want to say X-Men, but I know it's wrong. Maybe Fantastic Four? There was one of them where it was like, uh, if a... Uh, Somebody who has the same team ability dies, then you get points back, but it wasn't necessarily allies. It might have been Suicide Squad, which is where, like, if somebody dies, you get, um, you get a, uh, click of health back. Or, yeah, or, a, or you sense. remove an action token, I don't remember which. I think that might be, yeah, because, like, I think, like, Fantastic Four is ally-specific, but there was yep. one, it might have been Suicide, that wasn't ally-specific. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, go ahead, Kevin. So, I guess just the basic rundown for anyone who's not familiar with Hero Clicks, which I'm assuming would be... A large number of people. killing these biscotti. <laughs> oh, that's oh, my third. Oh, 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 no casualty. <laughs> Bring it some more, you guys. Um, no, mine's oh, fine. So, so Heroclix is a, is a game you play with like these little little miniature figures on top of these dials that you turn that have all sorts of different values. How far you can move, what your attack value is, defense, damage, your range, all that good stuff. Um... And they take characters from DC Comics, Marvel Comics, 
Uh, they've had in the past like Image comics, Dark Horse comics, stuff like that, and they've Lord also been Lord of the Rings. They've Halo, done Halo, Predator. Yeah, Horror Clicks is an interesting animal. It's technically a different game, but there's crossover rules. Yeah. Yeah. They've done Star Trek. Um, mm-hmm. God, get off the WizKids website for just like five minutes. <laughs> um, so anyway, you before you start a game, you agree on a, on a point, a total maximum point value that your team can be, and each figure has a uh, a point value. And Generally, so you, three hundred or four hundred points total. Yeah, yeah, and so for tournaments usually, yeah, yeah, and. Although sometimes in free play it can get just dumb. Uh, <laughs> that one game that was what it was like seven hundred that one day. Yeah, I would like to see Played a, a thousand point sealed match. That was fun. Been wow. very cool. Holy shit! So anyway, so you make this Go team off, and you fight against other people's team. Uh, there's really no role playing element to it. It's just uh, my attack value is this and your defense value is this. So we're going to roll. I'm going to roll this two, uh, this this paradise to attack you. And if my Attack value plus whatever I rolled is equal to or higher than your defense value. You're taking X amount of damage. Um, it does get more complicated with different powers and stuff like... Um, and versus like... Uh, cover and... Yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot of things that make differences. Plus <clears throat> of terrain factors. Um, annoying. Yeah, but I mean, if you do it long enough, it starts to become second nature to just yeah. be like well just, I can yeah. add this up in, yeah. in literally two seconds right because you do the same you build similar teams you have the same numbers you got the same feeds I don't of... math yeah Colin doesn't do math things when we played D&D he rolled his dice and he'd, he'd go click 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 and then he'd look up at me and just wait for me to add his shit together he goes click all on you buddy <laughs> and then you'd be like that's a crit and he'd be like oh my god I got crit <laughs> dude when I triple critted I was like that's a crit that's a crit 19? <laughs> does, that, does that count? He was like, yeah, bro, that's a crit. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it was like, that's nine sixes. <laughs> it was nice. It was a really nice hit. And he was like, I had no idea that I'd done that well. And Rob was just sitting there, like, wanting to punch me in the head. Because <laughs> yeah. Rob never crits. I mean, you know... I mean, Cargus can't crit everybody. Rolls, you know always play a major factor in pretty much any sort of tabletop game. Especially clicks. Yeah, and and that's one of the interesting interesting things about clicks is that you can come up with a badass team that should just demolish everything, but if you are not getting your your roles right, shit is not going to be good for you. You know, you can have like this mediocre team that you're going up against and they can just kill your face if they're rolling right. I don't understand the lack of uh, role playing. It's, well, it's a tabletop game. It's not a pen and paper game. Dude, it's 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 hero risk, man. Yeah. I mean, there's a it's difference. There's a, a definitive difference between a board game and a pen and paper game. Pen and paper game. Yeah. It's just it's not a pen and paper game, man. There's always role playing involved. That's what motivates we just we force role playing into things like werewolf. Yeah. We we pushed <laughs> we pushed RP into werewolf because of the fact that we were like we like to RP, so we're gonna make characters out of things that shouldn't be characters. I think that if you play something like. Uh, resistance or werewolf that there should be a little RP to play with. I agree, and a lot of people don't agree with that, which is why I, uh, I don't play with those people. Yes. I play with us. Hey, guess what? I'm a gypsy. Yeah, I hated that. But that at the end of the day, different. what are you going to role play in Heroclix? you got five characters. Yeah, like, yeah, I will role play as Reed Richards all fucking day. Werewolf. I would actually quite and enjoy I'll, playing I'll an win. RP game with you. That would be interesting. Okay, great. I have a man. Um, 
But see, but yeah, but the the role playing in wouldn't work in HeroClix because all you would have to do is say, "Well, I'm Batman," and so, so fuck good you. luck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna win. I'm gonna well, there's some role playing I, I guess things. The fact, the fact is a little different because, in if you say I am Batman, you can still lose. But you can play scenario games. That's a little bit of a role play element thrown into it. Yeah. Because you have a scenario that this is what happened. This is where you're trying to go. You're just not doing like the role play negotiating, but there still is a scenario that you're playing within the realm of. Like if I'm playing Justice League versus um, Legion of Doom. Nah, not necessarily Legion. Of Doom, I mean, sometimes your win scenario Dark isn't side, based on. If I'm the, playing like the Justice League versus Dark Side, and like I have to fight Granny Goodness versus Dark Side and Desad. Yeah. Yeah, I'd totally be into that. But I'd want more of, like, an interaction and not just, like, yeah. here's my dick and here's how I roll the dice. Yeah, I mean, well, that, I mean, it's just, that's just how that game is. Yeah. Um, and I'm just not into it. It's just not my Yeah. Game. I mean, everybody's got their own niche. I'll play White Wolf all day, every day. Uh, I th- uh, we're going to talk about clicks a lot in, la- in later ones. Um, no, let's talk about Catan. You want to talk about... <gasps> but that's not a... You want to talk about... Okay, I love Catan. Hmm? Let's talk about Outbreak for a second. That's actually what I was going to say is I'd like to actually go into Outbreak now. Um, and we'll save Colin's, uh, Colin's spiel on um, on White Wolf and... Uh, oh, we'll save that for and Masquerade. we got to talk we'll about Outbreak while Jeff's here. Tell me yes. the selling points for Outbreak. I'm going to read the oh, disclaimer God. at the beginning of the book. Uh, wait, the, like, <laughs> it gave me a panic attack, Hold on. Sir. Like the so, actual disclaimer? I'm reading it. I've yeah, got the book yeah. right now. you got the, the PDF. Well, most of this book is serious only in tongue-in-cheek fashion. There is a real precaution that we feel needs to be made. Outbreak Undead's unique approach of having players play themselves as characters may potentially invoke feelings of distress in your players and unusually strong attachment to their characters in the simulation. People who play role-playing games have emotional involvement in the characters they can create on various levels. A player's attachment to an RPG character may be minor, however, we have yet to encounter a player who does not have at least a passive interest in self-preservation, which is exactly what this game is all about. Having yourself as a character is an exciting element, but to some is a dangerous one. Be mindful of those who are genuinely distressed when the, when themselves when their characters sorry my crack my screen's cracked when their characters are bitten, injured, or otherwise killed, often in horrific ways. This is more than likely considering that most outbreak undead scenarios one bite is enough to seal anyone's fate. Tips for keeping an exciting, healthy, and ultimately informative simulation environment will be included in the Game Master section, but remind the players that even if the characters represent themselves become deceased, they can play again. Regardless, this game is not recommend or this game is recommended for mature players who can handle the idea of their own potentially grisly demise. This game will keep you awake at night for a week straight. That is not an exaggeration, that is something that we have personally experienced. I'm, I'd actually like to save um, some of our stories for another day, yeah. um, because some of our stories are very, very real and are very, very like intimate. Um, but I will say one thing in particular. Um, there have been points where the game has gotten real enough for some of our players to where uh, it's it's literally kind of made us shake a little bit in our views. I, I ended a session early one night because I was the game master and I was not okay with the things that were going through my head. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I will say as well is, for me, the hardest part about the idea of, oh, you're playing yourself in a game, it's not that I'm playing myself. The harder part for me Which is, we don't. For which we don't, yeah. But when I read that, I was like, for me, the harder part, if we were going to do a scenario where all of us played ourselves, 
is if I'm playing, and for those of you who've listened to the previous podcast, I've known Colin Norris here for 14 years. He is my best friend in the world. I'm going to say that right now. I love this kid to death. The idea for me that my character's doing just fine, and then I see Colin get bit, and I have to rationalize in my real-world head that I need to fucking shoot my best friend in the dome is horrifying to me. Because I will, I like, as an cool RP... Yeah, but as an RP yeah. setting, that's terrifying because when I RP, I'm, I'm really in it. So yeah. when I RP it, I'm like, Alex Fulmer, if you're in a real-world situation where the zombie outbreak comes and Colin Norris gets bit... Are you going to have the the balls and the fortitude to shoot your best friend in the dome? Yeah, hey, it gets real. There are hey, points in times by the where way, you I would shoot all of you in the head. <laughs> there are points in times where you contemplate suicide in game as a legitimate uh, Katie, tactic to progress you. your party, and then you're going home thinking about the fact that you just had to rationalize killing yourself for three hours. <laughs> oh, FYI, I killed your character. <laughs> your PC, not the NPC. I killed. Uh, he was Tooth dead? No. Oh. No, 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 no. I Vaughn. killed Vaughn. Oh, did you? I took him in the woods and chopped his head off. Okay, good call. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, like, as, as cool as it was to have that redeeming factor moment, his ass needed to go. Yeah. <laughs> he was a liability. He was turning, and I but was like... No, there was one, though, without telling see. the whole story, there was a specific moment where Fulmer had to consider Mercy killing a child. And it I was did a it in, PC. And I did it in real life. As I walked to the bathroom leaving, and this was one of the stories I was going to say, but I'll do the whole story later, but literally as I got up and, like, I was tucking this kid in in the game, and I said one thing as I walked out of the room, like, because my character walked out of the room in-game, and I walked out of the room in real life, and then in my brain, in real life, I just, like, as I was walking to the bathroom to take a piss, this is the exact words that ran through my mind. You should probably just go back in there and fucking kill that kid. Just fucking put a pillow over his head and shoot him in the and shoot him in the face. I want to play this game so bad. It's terrifying, you need to but come it's, awesome. it's amazing. I remember the one session we played at Adventure Compound. We turned up all the lights and we had the spotlight. Holy shit! Okay, on. so I had a session prepared. I had an encounter prepared for the whole party that could have TPK'd my party. And then we got done playing a session. I had three PCs left, and they said, "Hey, you know that thing you've been teasing? Let's do it." Yep. And so I walked into an encounter that could have TPK'd my party with less than half of my party. That, and when we do that whole story, which will be in, like, probably next week, uh, just for anybody who is listening, just be aware that it's going to be a little nerve-wracking listening to it. It's It was scary. Because when we were doing it there, like, I literally, like, because this, we were able to, like, chain smoke in the house that I lived in at the time. And I'm going to be honest with you, I could not go more than five minutes without having We a ran cigarette. out of cigarettes in, like, an hour. Yeah. We fucking burned through packs of smokes like they weren't even there. I'm uneasy talking about it. Just yeah, it. it actually it does. It causes stress. It does. You guys haven't even played my vampire game yet, and that's what I'm we're going into in now. Is we're going to talk about Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, so, like when I started playing tabletop games, I started with Vampire the Masquerade. There was this amazing show that came on in the early 1990s called Kindred the Embraced, which is basically a TV version of what I'm talking about. It is Game of Thrones but with vampires. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of physical combat. It's all political posturing, so on and so forth. If you're going to play my game, you have to play yourself. You operate under the knowledge that you know Greensboro and Winston. So if you don't know where Stratford Road is, in real life, 
You don't know where it is in the game. You don't know where it is in the game. I like that. The problem Sorry. I had with this when he sent me the text message that said that, my literal reaction to that that I sent him back was, oh, dude, fuck you. Like, I'm not excited about it in some ways because I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be weird about it. Like, because I know, I know the situation too well. Which is part of why I don't want to play Outbreak like that because... Yeah. Fuck, it's yeah. With with us playing in a scenario that we are completely unfamiliar with, it's still goddamn stressful. And how I've sort of uh, managed that is that I'm only allowing five people play. Yeah. And there are ten possible professions you can have. Okay. You could be like a cop. You could be a newspaper person. You could be a paramedic. A cop. Um, Comic clerk, so, uh, <laughs> so on and so forth. Basically, like sort of any way that you could see the worst parts of the city. Okay. And you are you. If you played, you are Chris. If you played, you are Jeff. If you played, you are Kevin. If you played, you are Katie. That's and John. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm going around the horn. Yeah. You, you sit at home, and John would. Be John. Be like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> He's suited it up. Plebeians. <laughs> I've been ready for this since 2004. Um, <laughs> basically, the idea is that vampires aren't a normal part of life. And so if you get involved with them, it's sort of like, fuck, shit. It's Game of Thrones with Fangs. I'm into it. Sounds cool. That's pretty awesome. And since we've kind of gone around the horn with everyone's kind of like the... I'm drunk. I'm so sorry. It's totally fine. Um, With kind of the overview of of the tabletop thing, uh, we are going to ham-fist segue into the next thing. Uh, And this week, uh, this is something that a lot of our listeners that have actually like talked to me over text messages and stuff are really stoked about, especially with new people. Um, We're going to do one through three with John Thomas today. Yes, we are. Okay, Um, good. Hold on. Before you do, anybody who's actually just listening to this episode who's never heard of one through three, I will be going over it every single week that we do this. And what one through three is, is whoever's turn it is tells two lies and a truth. And they usually have to be kind of embarrassing or really outlandish and not in like kind of peculiar things um, that don't that don't normally happen. And what you do is you tell two of them that aren't true and then one that is, and each of the people that's around has to guess which one's true. And it's a really cool game also to play when you're getting to know people. So if you want to play this game at home, please do because it's pretty fucking cool. You got to beat Katie because Katie's had the best ones. Well, but I did were really crazy, badly. but she kind of cheated. I don't know. I liked your <laughs> whole boobies. I liked your whole dog humping story. Ooh, I love that. The that very was first one where I get molested by a sh- fucking like by a, a, what was it? It was a it was a, it was a schnauzer. No, it's a spaniel. It's a spaniel. I love that. I for those of you who didn't hear that story, I got she fucking got doggy left, raped. She got left on the bed. By one who was like, I have my idea for my thesis, and she was full of boobies. Just full of boobs. They were full of boobies. boobies. Yeah. Let me go back and listen well, to that. I'll go ahead and, and outright say that my goal is not to top anybody, but to confuse everybody. <laughs> I'm in. So, I'm in. Um, those of you who are listening who don't know me, like I'm, I've become a very health centric person. Like I exercise a lot, and I really enjoy it. But, like, so my first one is is a little bit outlandish for me because, like, I've had a really crappy weekend in accordance with my diet. 
which is that I've eaten almost nothing but garlic bread this weekend. <laughs> and I did this because... Bread makes you fat? <laughs> because it was easy, and, like, I was just so fucking lazy that, like, I went to my fridge and my freezer, and I was like, what can I throw in the oven? And that was garlic bread. <laughs> was it Kohl's? Was it Kohl's yes. garlic bread? It was Kohl's garlic bread because that was on sale at Harris Teeter a few weeks ago. Gorgeous son bitch. Fucking half off. Nice. All right. Um, my the overdub. <laughs> my, second, my second one true three is I was running this past week. Like, I went running at night because, like, I didn't have time during the day and it's cooler during the night. And, like, a lot of people criticize the neighborhood I live in because it's in it's somewhat close to a crappy part of town for Greensboro. It's near Florida Street. It's not on Florida Street. Slow rider. <laughs> but, thankfully, this story has nothing to do with me getting mugged. But I was attacked by an owl while I was running. So, to tell you the whole story, I went running, and I normally go running with my roommate, Steven, because he likes to, he likes to run. And... Like, I went running, and I was going down this one road near my house, and I'm running... Holden? No, no it, it, it wasn't Holden. It's not important. The road doesn't matter. Acock. Just, no, it's not important. Shut up. <laughs> it's very near Acock, but not Acock. The, the area is, like, near a park, so there's a lot of trees. And, like, I'm running, and there's, there's a street light behind my back, and so I could see my shadow, and, like, as those of you who have ever exerted yourself in real life no like when you're exerting yourself you don't think properly and like i see this shadow like above my left shoulder and it's a bird and i'm like hey that bird is like right there keeping up with me that's kind of funny and like that's all i thought about and then i feel talons on my back and then i scream and then i look and it is like it was to don't me, do it because I have okay, kids. Okay, okay, I won't do it. But like, <laughs> to, to do it, it was like it was lower, and it was like, <gasps> like which was just my gut reaction. <laughs> and I look over my shoulder, and it's I think it was a fucking barn owl that was flying after me. And then so I started running as fast as I could because I was just at jogging pace before. I don't care what number three is. I really want this one to be true. <laughs> and I start zigzagging to avoid this owl. And, and it works and it flies up and it lands on the power line. And like it's staring at me. And I think this motherfucker's fucked off. Like I can finish doing what I'm doing. Because it was only like five minutes in. Like I just got started. And then, like, so I start jogging again, and I see him, like, hop off and, like, start gliding down after me. And I think, fuck no, fuck this, I'm so done, I'm so done with everything. And I just ran home as fast as I could. Okay. That's I like it. Story number three. Um, this past week, I was texting this girl I met recently, and I've been trying to get to know her. And I asked her to tell me about herself, and... She very quickly admitted to having her dog perform cunnilingus on her. Yep. Good night. Which was the last conversation we had. <laughs> I hope so. I'm checking out. Sorry. <laughs> so I found peanut butter and I sat on it. I don't even care about the rest of this one. Great idea with same love. 
not the same. <laughs> is oh, so that's that's the three. That yeah, those okay, are what was one uh, garlic, garlic bread all week. Oh, garlic bread. Number two is the truth. I does anybody have any questions for him? Oh. Yeah, go ahead, ask. Okay, I just got to know, did she describe to you how that dog thing happened? No, she she like just went out with it. And I was, I was just done. Like, I put down my phone, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was trying to rationalize why someone would do that. And I was like, was this person fucking with... Like, you could have just said you weren't interested. What kind of dog was it? Man, I don't know, because I don't know her that well. So I don't know what kind of dog it was. In my head, it's a German Shepherd. I don't know <laughs> uh, So, So two questions. Um, one... Is she hot? And if so, what's her number? <laughs> um, she's because I cute. have a dog. <laughs> and I won't give out anybody's number. Yeah, for just any likes reason. peanut butter. Uh, but yeah, I was talking sorry, to her because she's I'm cute. That guy. So wait, Hold what on. was the question that led into her? I asked her to tell me about herself. <laughs> that's what she... And that's the first thing that must have come to her mind. Jesus. Hold on, Fuck. hold on. This is what defines me as a person. It, am, it actually pretty, pretty true. Chris, that one comment you just made might have won you grossest of the week. I, I, I don't understand how when we're talking about ridiculous shit, how me saying Kevin really likes peanut butter and wants to lick it off a girl's snatch... Is the most disgusting thing I could say. Just I, I do that all the time. It's great. I like fucking just cake frosting. It's a good thing. You know what? I'll do it. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. You know, I I oh. want to throw in there though that like uh, buttercream or cream cheese. Uh, no. buttercream. The, the blue kind. I want oh. I want to add oh, to. That just sounds like a yeast infection. I'm not that weird, guys. If I may, I'd like to add to the dog story that it that it made it so awkward for me because I I was thinking like. Even if I were to let this slide, like, and like, let's say, let's say I like went to her apartment, and then I meet the dog. It's it's almost like yeah, it's like competition, (laughs) and then like, like, should we ever become intimate? I have to think like, how do I measure up to the dog? Like, am I as good as the dog? Like, you pretty much have to ask that afterwards. You're like, how was that? It's like Tim Drake meeting Dick Grayson. Yeah. Do, do I have to ask? Like, you've stopped relations with your dog <laughs> since we're seeing each other, right? You stopped. Like it started. Did you, did you respond after she said that? Man, no. You just no. Nothing. Start to no. okay. start to measure your... since. All right. Are we ready to vote on what's I, yeah. true and what's not? I decided that it would be better to just let it go because, like, it. I'm gonna vote. In my head, vote. in my head, it was either she's just fucking with me, and like, whatever. I get it. Or it's true, and, like, I just don't want to, like, while I'm curious to just know the facts, like, it's it's probably not worth my time to invest into this person. Okay, uh, voting starting with Chris running this way. This is hard as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Number one is not super remarkable, although I wouldn't deny it that it could be true. It just doesn't seem remarkable enough to be the thing. Uh, the second one is brilliant. <laughs> um, I hope that that's true, and that the only lie about it is that it didn't happen this week. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go with the third one. Okay. I feel like the dog story is also 
just completely outlandish, but yet could be true. Like, there are some very interesting and weird people out there. I just want to interject. If number three is true, that's like the third dog rape story we've had. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. This is entirely... Well, that's consensual. Yeah, For her, well, then it's, No, it's, the dog wanted the peanut butter. Well, that's then it's, then it's the <laughs> She made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. Last week, it was a dog chasing her down. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Then it's, but it's still technically... It's the fourth dog story, but it's the third story that has sexual connotation with, with canines. <laughs> with a dog. Yes. Two from me. You're welcome. <laughs> I do want the owl story to be true, though, because that's kind of badass. Yeah. Oh, wait. It was about a dog looking at her penis. No. You're <laughs> totally off base. Thanks, though. Kevin. I'm also going with the, the dog story. Okay. I think it's the dog. Okay. Uh, I No, outliers. I'm fucking owl. I want the owl to have gone after your ass. <laughs> story number two. All right. Okay. So... It's the first one. Okay? Story number one... <laughs> Is quite nearly true. Like I did eat a whole loaf of garlic bread <laughs> this weekend, and it was it was my lunch yesterday, and it was, was my it lunch cold? today. Yes, it was cold. You it was in fact asked. cold. Was it half it off? Yes, it was in fact half off. The that, lie was okay. that it was cold. <laughs> the lie the lie was that it was the only thing I've had to eat this okay. weekend. Um, it didn't include a child. Story number three is also so close to being true. I was on. Like, let's see, it was about eight months ago, I was on OkCupid, where I met this person <laughs> who did confide in me about her dog. Was she hot, and what's her URL? She's <laughs> on OkCupid. I couldn't tell you, because, like, I'm not on, I'm not on any dating websites anymore. That's a good reason. That's... If, if that was about, that was point, about, like, I'd... where I gave up. Where I was uh-huh. like, man, this is just, like... Too ridiculous to continue trying to do when there are people who will just be like, yeah. See, part of the lie also is that I asked her about it out of sheer curiosity. I was like, I was like, are you fucking with me? Because I was like, it's fine if you are. I'm not going to be mad. And then her reply was, I'm sorry, I forgot we're living in the vanilla world. I guess to imply that like, I'm the weirdo who's not into like creative <laughs> sex. Yeah. So so there you go. If you're listening, whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the true story is that this week I was in fact attacked by an owl. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that the uh, the co-hosts are uh, one for one for John. Which is kind of nice. After I calmed down from being attacked by the owl, I knew instantly that that was something I had to tell on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, through that this was medium. Wonderful. Okay, so that's getting to know John. That, honestly, dude, that's that's gonna replace Katie's. I'm I'm sorry, like Aww. yours were great, but the attack by an owl, I can't. No one Do can beat better, that. Do better, Jew wizard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, I'm on it. Uh, so the next thing that we're gonna go into um, for everyone uh, is our weekly pick of the week. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, actually probably my favorite thing that we do each week. Thank God we're not doing monthly pick of the week. God, no. Because that we pick of the month. Way to go. Um, <laughs> and uh, this time what we're going to do is we're going to swing it to Katie and okay. go from Katie around that way. So I don't like the opposite. Uh, I can only read a clock one no, way. Sh- and it's weird. 
You've been reading the clock backwards all night, and I wasn't going to yeah. tell you. <laughs> you did say clockwise so as we like. went counterclockwise. Yeah. <laughs> no. So we're going counter. This, to me, is clockwise. No, clockwise. That's, that's clockwise the alcohol. So it's clockwise if you're looking up. No. no. It's clockwise it's if not. you're wrong. So here's, here's 12. Still not. Is this clockwise? We go no. clockwise or counter? No. Uh, okay, clockwise. here's how we're going to go. Katie's going to start. Wait. I'm going to finish. That's how we're going to go. Brad. So that way. Ow, ow. You're not going to finish. Oh, uh, man. So. Wait, no, I have to. No, you have to skip me because I have to remember what mine was. Oh, you dick. Okay, I'm sorry. Skip I, the Jew. Mine's super oh, easy right on. now. We're going to Jew the Jew out Guys, of, I have confirmation from Emily that... Icing during sex is not that weird. Okay. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> okay, icing but sex. It, but you are applying icing on the vagina. I just did still not that weird. And that just seems like a recipe for a yeast infection. I know infection. the whole story of that. All right. Um, <laughs> so since Katie is... said icing, yeast infection, yes, I know. vagina. <laughs> Kevin. I now have to go with OKCupid.com. <laughs> that is a the place for friends. And, and my girlfriend and is just shit. shaking her head right now somewhere. Marvin is just going. Marvin. I, I I hate my boyfriend so much. <laughs> so uh, Jeff, I'm so pick my pick of the week um, is actually a movie. Okay, cool. Um, Logan Hash has been like hounding me every time we're at my house. He's like, "Dude, we gotta watch Netflix. We gotta watch this movie." So, I sat down last week and I watched the movie Super mm. uh, with James Rain Gunn. Wilson, yeah. Ellen Page, Liv Tyler. Most awkward sex scene ever. Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah. Kevin it's, Bacon as the best fucking super villain yeah. I've ever and seen. And he's like, he doesn't give a shit. Nope. But yet he kind of gives a shit. It's sort of Kevin Bacon being like, I'm going to dance this off, but I'm also going to be a bad. But a great movie. It, it's kind of like the whole um, kick-ass thing, but not really. Way more twisted. Yeah, it's stupid twisted. Have you guys seen Defendor? Mm-hmm. It's another kick-ass spin-off, or kick-ass, kick-ass kind of movie. Kick-off spin-ass. Kick-ass. <laughs> it's got um, uh, Woody Harrelson oh, as yeah. a retarded person who was a superhero. I remember hearing about that. Captain of Industry. Uh, Maybe. Was Defendor. Um, yeah, Defendor. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> name of Defendor, but and his name was I remember that. Oh, okay. He cool. fought against the captain. Oh, of the industry. yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Uh, so we are going to go ahead and swing it over to Chris's pick of the week. Uh, my pick of the week <clears throat> is actually another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit different from most podcasts. It's a radio drama, which I quite like. It's actually the the podcast I found out about. Outbreak Undead was a sponsor. On this podcast, it's called We're Alive, and it is a weekly podcast, <laughs> mostly weekly. It's like uh, every three, like one episode every three weeks. We'll take a week off, and and it's a that's radio. Where we got the dog thing. Yes, that's yeah. Yes. That's where we got the. Dog it's a thing. radio drama about zombies, and I I don't it's know if this is survival. true, but I have to speculate that with the way the podcast plays out, it seems very similar to the mechanics of Outbreak Undead. And I would conjecture that it might actually be their campaign they played of it. So if you were interested in our conversation about Outbreak or hear it next week, you should definitely check out the podcast because it plays out a lot like that game does. Not quite as intense, but really, really good to listen to and brings up some really interesting things that I haven't really seen in Zombie Lore before. So. Yeah. It's uh, the zombiepodcast.com, I yes. think, takes you to it. Yes. Very cool. John? Um, 
Pick of the week. See. Don't run when there's an owl around. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to McCormick Street for having vicious owls. First of all. Just to answer Colin's question. Yeah, that's that's what it was McCormick. Um, I picked up I picked up the newest Daft Punk album recently, and I wasn't I wasn't ready to like it because like the stuff I'd heard from it, it was like it was so different from what Daft Punk has done before, and like I I was at Best Buy and I was like you know I I trust them like I know they'll do right by me, and then I just bought it. Yeah. And I listened to all of it in one sitting, and, like, I just, I loved it. I'm not sure if you're laughing at me or, like, whatever's going no, on over there. Chris is fat. But either way, it's cool. So, like, if you if you don't, if you haven't, like, really listened to Random Access Memories, it has a lot of good tracks on it. Like, it's a surprising album because it's much more somber in tone than a lot of the stuff that Daft Punk normally does. That's but why that's, well, you should listen to it. It's really way better than uh, Human After All. Like it's it's super new a disco. I'm drunk, so just my my opinion is totally eschewed out of it. Um, so Colin, pick of the week. My pick of the week is. Um, I'm sorry. I just got a text that said it's okay if it's on it or above it, but not in it. People really get confused. <laughs> okay. What's your name? No. But she no, also likes other good. condiments, like mustard. I'm going to get out of Anybody who likes mustard. Right? <laughs> Relish. Okay, so Colin... <laughs> she was having hot dogs or pretzels. So Colin's pick of the week. <laughs> How can you follow that? I think Colin's pick of the week is mustard. Mustard. I hate mustard. I My can't pick of the week is honey mustard. Go ahead. Mm. I hate mustard and pumpkin. Just go ahead. You hate pumpkin. Um, just I hate pumpkin. Just let it. Just let it be. Trust me. <laughs> go ahead. My pick of the week is. You don't have one. Code and Cambria. Okay. Always mm. and forever. I'll I'll take that as a pick of the week. In fact, um, I go actually... listen to Number City by yes. Code and Cambria. Um, I actually have um, two. Katie, if you want to jump yeah, in here sure. with yours, go ahead. Um, okay, so my pick of the week is a short film that is two and a half minutes long, and it is on the YouTubes, um, and it is called Wonder Woman, and it's fucking awesome! It's legit, like, it looks like a trailer mm-hmm. for what should be the most epic Wonder Woman movie of all time. It's, like, the coolest shit. Um, it is by Rainfall Films, and... It's amazing, and everyone should watch it forever. I saw it earlier this week. It's, it's so really good. good. It's really, it's really so good. It's so good. Have you seen the Godzilla trailer? Yep. Yep. Saw it earlier today. On the toilet. So on, my really, on the toilet. Wait, that's where I saw it. I'm on the toilet. <laughs> this should have been <laughs> part of my toilet. one, two, three, but uh, I actually know the guy who played Godzilla. Well, interesting. Yeah. Was he yeah. in Blue Oyster called? No, he's he was the he was the performer who was who served as their like reference in the CGI. <coughs> that thing. Uh, <laughs> motion capture suit. Yes. Perhaps? Okay. He was wearing a motion capture suit. I will go ahead and do mine. Um, and I actually, like I said, I've got two. Uh, one of them is a throwback, and one of them is very new. Um, the throwback for those of you who grew up around like okay. the, those of you who are around our age between like. You know, 21 to, like, 28. Um, you should remember this show, and if you don't, then you're wrong. Um, Clone High. 
If you don't remember Clone High, you need to get on YouTube because all of the episodes are on there, <laughs> and you need to watch it. Not only that, but there, um, the uh, the 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 song, the title song, is amazing. It's really good. Like it's catchy and Wolf it's Forte, good. It's Michael McDonald. Yeah, half of the cast is is from um, like set, or from Mad TV, and the other half of the cast is from Scrubs. Yeah. So that's about what it is for the vocal cast. And if you haven't seen it, it's amazing. It should have never gotten canceled. It was brilliant. I loved it. Second pick of the week is something that me and Colin got into way too hard. And that is Key and Peele's skit, which is called uh, East vs. West Bowl 2. And what it is, is the way I found out about it is my friend Marianne is a really good friend of mine that I've known her for years and years and years. And she has, you know, she's, like, really good friends with me and my family. Like, this is her second home. My parents are her second parents. And she has a great relationship with my dad. They love ragging on each other the whole nine. My dad always makes fun of the fact that new football names for people are stupid. Like, Debrickashaw and shit like that. And the East vs. West Bowl is just all these names of, like, all these dudes that are ridiculous and so silly. Like, Quackadilly Blip. Blip. <laughs> jammy, 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 jammy. <laughs> and, and like shit like that. Wait, wait, Murgatroyd Skittle. <laughs> so I'm not gonna spoil all the names, but they are brilliant and beautiful and amazing. And please watch it. It's Key and Peele, uh, East vs. West Bolt Two. Watch it. It's brilliant and amazing. God, God, homeschool. Home I've got a bonus pick. Bonus pick. Matt Fraction's new comic, Sex Criminals. We talked about it. Like we did. That was not ago. on the podcast. That wasn't. It was on no, the podcast. That was on pre-show. It was pre-show. But anyway, it's <laughs> long. Just to make it real short and Julius get you interested without giving away too much. Julius it's about a girl who masturbates and after she orgasms, she astral projects. Which I think is a cool concept. Totally awesome. She squirts ghost sun. <laughs> <laughs> Next, of course, what usually follows our picks is plugs, and then uh, for everyone, uh, just another heads up, right after plugs, I'm going to give everyone on the podcast, they haven't heard this and neither of the people at home, so I'm going to give oh. everyone here a surprise. We have a sponsor. Not quite. <laughs> you said it was a sponsor. I it, said it was a sponsor. Said it was you a sponsor. said it was a sponsor. It was You're drunk. a sponsor. My, my my go home you're drunk this week is Colin. <laughs> I was just kidding. Fuck you. It was like we got a sponsor. I, that was a joke. Anyway, it was um, a joke. That's why so, I say that's we all get a funny stick joke. Of it's Sorry. not a funny joke. Um, so <laughs> what I'm we're not gonna, laughing. It's yeah, it's zebra stripe. I want to strip. You're the dad I that gave gum. someone socks and was like, "It's funny because you got your hopes up." Turn on that video on YouTube. Get it? Where it's this little kid and he gets an Xbox. And he's all excited, and he opens it, and there's clothes inside. <laughs> and the kid cries. Okay. You've got an so, Xbox, and all it can play is GoldenEye. Oh, I'd actually Golden be okay with that. Not the Xbox one. No, but, not that one. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to throw plugs uh, around. So if anybody has some plugs they want to throw in, please do so. Um, we are going to start with, uh, actually, you know what? Kevin's got a really big plug coming up yeah. um, for himself. So go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so... First, though, uh, just 336cast.com. Yes. yes. Um, but also, hopefully, maybe this will be online by the time I'm in New York City. If you're attending New York Comic Con, come visit me at the Stormcrow Comics booth. I actually am going to throw this up tomorrow. Wait, you guys so, have a nice. booth up there? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Two let's booths, not, actually. Let's not kid around. This is not like a little Comic Con. This is nope. the New the York, York City. Yeah, this was over 100,000 people last year. Yeah, That's like the second biggest Comic Con. Yeah, it's yep. the San Diego Comic Con, but 
on a small island where Indians right. used to live. Uh, I will say this as well. <laughs> um, I'm not going to give the figure, but I was told by Kevin the amount of money they made last year just at the con, and it is fucking staggering. That's You awesome. guys made $200 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm and they retired to Tahiti. Yeah, that is awesome. That's why they're still working. Papua New Guinea. <laughs> so that's that's what a fantastic. What did you say about Papua? <laughs> that's actually really funny. <laughs> I didn't want it to be, but it is. <laughs> okay, so that's that's Kevin's plug. Uh, Jeff, do you have any plugs? Um, yeah, if you were interested in the home brewing stuff, uh, visit Big Dan's Brew Shed on 68 in Greensboro, North Carolina. And also, if this is going up tomorrow, yes, it is. vote for Katie Cranford for city oh, council. Yeah. Yes. Definitely go out Tuesday. Yeah. Vote for her. Indeed. Those of you Greensboro patrons. Also, just to throw it out there again, like, hit us up. Help support us. This is in the very, very early stages of trying to get beer together. But, like, Chris, we... it's like Doc Brown. A little bit. We really want to get this beer thing together, so if that was interesting to you, please let us know and at least, like, give us some feedback and we'll try to get stuff to you, too, if that's something you're really interested in. Uh, John, plugs. Oh, that um, was okay. I don't have anything legitimate to plug this week, but um, I would like to shout out to 4chan Fit for an endless source of amusement and entertainment. And not a le- oh. definitely not a legitimate source of of workout or bodybuilding information. <laughs> Only just, entertainment. Just if you want to feel bad for yourself, go to 4chan slash fit. Backslash. Actually, if just you, go to 4chan. Anything. I I would say the inverse is true. If you want to feel better about your life, go to 4chan <laughs> Fit because those people are so fucking sad and depressing. Oh. And man, you Myron, bro, you Myron, man, no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, Chris, plugs. Um, time machine drive by. We're playing Greensboro Fest October nineteenth. It's going to be a good time. With with some amazing guest singers. Yes. 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 All I will make this. This is official now. This is an exclusive. We haven't really told many people about this yet, but uh, our singer is not going to be able to perform at the show. So we've taken some amazing local talent, some people you probably know if you're involved in the local scene, and uh, we're going to have some other people coming up and singing for us, and it's going to be really cool. So, so we've got some guest instrumentalists like and who? guest singers. Please, please do go to this, because this is going to be an incredible performance. Like, who's going to be singing? Like, I, I heard, like, sort of that um, Daryl from that's, Bear the Travel. We're talking to him. Be there. We're talking to him. Uh, we've got Stephen Kent. From Radio Reds is going to sing, and Taylor Bays from Laser Rays is very interested in it, too. Nice. So those are the two that are the most definite as of right Taylor Bays. Yeah. And the Laser Rays. Yeah, Colin, plus. Oh, also, I'm working on a film. I'll talk about that. Still working on the book. Nobody's talking about your dick yet. We're going to get there. We'll get there next time. Yeah, yeah. Colin, plugs. My plugs are Stella Brews, Echo Crush. Check out Echo Crush. They're amazing. Stella Brews, Echo Crush. And us. Yes. I'm going to plug us. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to us. Plug a Jew. Plug a Jew. <laughs> yeah. Jesus plugged a Jew. Speaking of plugging a Jew, Katie. Um, <laughs> well, I actually have a plug this week. Yes. Um, everyone should check out Acadia Grill. They have really, really fucking cheap uh, oh and God, awesome pancakes every morning for like ridiculously not very much money. And they're awesome, and they have a guy who stands outside in a monkey suit. So that's cool. That's they cool have too. a dude in a monkey suit. They have a dude in a monkey suit. That oh. is so offensive. I would come and eat it. Also, <laughs> just to follow up on something, I got my spinner up, re- my spinneret review up 
Nice. So hackpunk.wordpress.com. I also did a satire piece about... That sucked. <laughs> that was a really bad guys. One That's more time. bad. I also did <laughs> no, a satire piece you. about the government shutdown that I find to be very funny. Cool. So. Very cool. Um, and at this point in time, I am going to go ahead and say that I uh, actually am not going to plug anything other than my normal Stella Brews and also Ardmore Coffee. And his beard. And my beard. My beard is nice. Beard. I'm not going to lie. Junk. The junk is... I haven't talked about my dick much today. I'm going to plug my dick. <laughs> uh, it's pretty cool. That's weird. It's, a, yeah. that it's, an, it's an amazing, yeah. like, uncut, weird sort of dick situation. It's, it's got a hoodie. Anyway, so um, here's the deal. <laughs> uh, it is it is surprise time. Oh, yes. My, yeah. Uh, my my work friend, uh, the girl who works the register <laughs> next to me. It's very be good because I've been um, waiting all oh, yeah. day for it. Um, she actually went to full sale for recording technologies and then her and her husband moved out to L.A., and her husband does sound recording and voiceover work for Hollywood movies, and he was the voice of the dragon in Shrek, and he is going to sit in on the podcast, and he yes. is going to bring, every once in a while, some of his other filmmaker friends oh onto our podcast. Oh, yes! Whoa. So wow. my plug is the fact that we are going to have semi- and famous people on our show. That I thought nice. I was doing fucking awesome by like booking my friends around Winston. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, by the way, Hollywood. <laughs> uh, so we're uh, in what I'm going to get all their names coming up soon. I know one of them in particular is a very, very prominent horror film director. Yeah. Boom. Boom. I will drop. I will drop oh, the names oh, next oh, week. Oh, I'll no. them next week. We'll talk about the show. I, know, I need. I need confirmation on all of them before I'm going to do this. So, so now what I am going to tell all the listeners at home and all of you is that we have legitimate industry famous people sitting in on name redacted podcast, <laughs> and we're not fucking around. We're doing the same thing. This is not a with joke. Local people. Yes, I want anybody who has anything at all that they have interesting that they want to talk about. Send me an email if you want to be on the show. I don't care who you are. If you're at least semi-interesting, I'll put you on this thing. Let's do it. Indeed. If you have something to say, let's do it. Indeed. And, and once let's again, let Kevin make fun of them. Yes, Kevin will be able <laughs> yeah. to make fun of them. And so here's the uh, so here's the final spiel for all of this. Kevin, real quick, do your uh, memorized speech. Okay, so you can always, except for when I'm at New York Comic Con, you can always come see me at Stormcrow Comics at 11651 North Main Street, Archdale, North Carolina. Zip code 27263. Uh, check out 336cast.com for the Three Beards podcast, Name Redacted. Uh, and another another one coming up really soon is called uh, Opposed Thumbs, yes. uh, which is, is going to be a movie podcast. Uh, Movie podcast, yes. Can I get in on that? Um, So a couple things that I'm going to use to kind of wrap this all up in a tight little bundle. Um, If you have a podcast and you listen to us and you would like to be on 336cast, please send us an email or send us a message on Facebook or however you want to do it. Please let us know. Also, please listen to The Three Beards. It's hilarious. I've actually been on it now. Um, So I'm a guest on one one of their shows. Loved it. It's really good. I I enjoyed it. the guy who's Who's not actually there. Um... (laughs) And uh, and beyond that, I also want to say um, that if you have any ideas for podcasts, let us know. Also, we're going to have a few more segments that we're going to add to it. One of them is uh, is going to be kind of, uh, we're going to work it out a little bit more, but we're going to call it The Novel, and we'll explain it more next time. Another one that I want to add is Rants and Raves, because we're very, very good at that as a group. We're very <laughs> good at Rants and Raves. In particular, John Thomas has amazing Rants and Raves. 
like probably some of the best I've ever heard. Time out. Yes. Time out. John Thomas, tell us how you feel about me and Belichick. Okay. Really? Yeah. Man, do we no, have time? No, not this one. Next time, very. <laughs> I think that over. No, very first thing we're gonna do actually, as soon as we like finish the intro, is I'm gonna have John Thomas go ahead and give his beautiful rant and rave about a certain anime. How do you feel um, about giant robots? And <laughs> they congratulate people on what they've done. Tune in next week and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I want to say, uh, please guys, um, our uh, the podcast blog so, uh, blogspot site is nameredactedcast.blogspot.com um, and if you're listening to this, you already know that, but tell your friends as well. Um, also, I'm still working on the RSS feed to get us up on iTunes. Please, please, please email us at nameredactedpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear anything at all that you want to say, even if you want to call us assholes. It's fine. It's Show fine. your tits. Be over 18. Yes. If you're going to send me, if you're gonna send me okay, tit pics, Brian fine. Okay, Brian Johnson. Um, and uh, that's actually going to kind of wrap it up for us here. Um, I want to thank all the guests we had on tonight. Katie, Kevin, <coughs> sorry, Jeff, Chris, John, and of course my beautiful co-host, Colin Norris. Um, thank everyone that's listening at home. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This has been one of my favorite, if not my favorite, thus far. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And like I said, if you have anything at all that you want to send us and talk to us about, please do. And uh, as... It, uh, it actually could be like, hey. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll I'm take not, it. I'm not mad I mean, at it. It could literally anything be works. like... I'll field the question on the show. I mean, <laughs> I'll just go like, uh, there is an email from blah, blah, blah at blah, blah, blah dot com. Hey. You're a you're faggot. faggot. Yeah, no, I'll take it. That's fine. No, uh, fine. You're right. You're right. Um, you know, only somebody with such a beard <laughs> can be, be a such faggot. a faggot. <laughs> All right. Um, so thank you guys for listening. We're going to sign off tonight and get back to you next week. And uh, once again, tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Go, Go plug touch a Jew. butts. Uh, <laughs> and, and touch butts. Uh, plug a Jew. Touch butts. <laughs> Ham fisted. 336cast.com. 336. And. Yeah, <laughs>